a moment to introduce you to a life change story. We're all about stories. I want to invite Brandon Ashley. Come up, come on, Brandon, come on up. Church, we are we are all about life change, and we want to celebrate what God has done in, in 2016 through some of our people. And I know that uh, Brandon, God's done just an unbelievable work in you. You may have seen Brandon; he he works at one of our auditorium doors on Sundays, and he and his dad were playing Christmas music in the lobby. That was pretty awesome, was it not? This guy has an amazing gift to play guitar. Just give us a little little background, you know, where God has taken you, what 2016 has been like for you. Then I want to talk then about uh, something you launched out into in this year. Uh, I drove my family and myself through about 10 years of very, very serious drug addiction, which got me incarcerated. I was homeless. I've been hospitalized and it almost killed me multiple times. I was actually incarcerated up until January 8th of last year for seven months and they were going to put me in prison for eight years. And uh, I got out and turned my life over to God. And my family's been totally reunited and uh, had a pretty life-changing experience last year in March. And that's really when I, when I feel like I reconnected with God. And then uh, when I got out this year, we really pushed forward with being here every Sunday. We pray every single night as a family in the home, and my life right now is better than it ever has been in 29 years. It's, it's incredible. So one of the connections I want you to see, this is why it's so important when we talk about intercede investment by, when we talk about reaching our community with the good news of Jesus, and that is praying for people that are far from God. Investing your life in them, caring about them, loving them, and then inviting them. You're on the stage today. And God, I think, has done an amazing work in your life through your family and through so many other things, but also through this guy right here, uh, Stan Sobolewski, because Stan knows your dad. Yeah, he tried to get us to come here. My parents were coming here long before I was, and Stan, I think, was trying to get us come here for like three years now. Get away from me, dude. Leave me alone. I've got a car shows and see Stan. I apologize. I just want what happened to know that my parents were trying to get me to come here for a year or two. And when I came here, I'm just like, this is what I need. That's where I need to be. So what I, I, I love, you, you need to see, you, you play a part. You play such a vital role. What I, what I hope for you in 2017 is that you're going to see somebody come to faith in Jesus, get baptized, turn their life around, and you'll be able to sit in that seat and go, holy smokes. God, God used me like he used Sam at a car show. At a car show. Listen, I, I talked about that at our Christmas Eve service, to be a streetlight, to be a light. Wherever God puts you, be that light. The radiance of Christ coming through you. Just love people, care about people. The other thing I want to encourage you with, if you're a follower of Jesus, join with others. We'll be talking in the next couple weeks about getting in a core group. But get with a group of people or we have core community that's coming up on Wednesday night. Gather together with people and begin to pray because one of the reasons you're here is because people would not stop praying for you. You have a mom and a dad and a sister. I know that have been just relentless in praying for you. 
through ups and through downs, and we've been with you through that. We've been praying for you as a staff. I've prayed for you. But I also know that your, your parents have been surrounded by people in this church, and you've been able to say, would you pray for my boy? Man, I'm a dad. I get that, though, man. I just, I'm telling you why. When you have other men that will join with you, Adrian, when you have, like, other moms, there's just so much power. Is there not so much power in that when you, when that happens when you have another brother or sister? Your sister down there, she's filming you right now. <laughs> Give your best, this is your best side. <laughs> <laughs> it's powerful. We are a community of Christ followers, and we all play a part in, in the work of what Christ has done. And so here God redeems you and, and brings you back. Such a prodigal story. Such an amazing thing that he's done. And then this year, we talked a lot from the stage about discovering your core cause. God has a purpose. He has a plan. He has a ministry for you. Something he wants you to do in this city or in this world. And he wants to use you for that. If you've never gone online and done the cause assessment, you need to do that in 2017. Just go to egocorechurch.com. It's right there. Uh, click on core cause. There's like a little quick 10-minute assessment, or you can do the whole thing. But it's all about discovering why am I here? What does God want me to do? And God wants to redeem everything in your life. The E in cause is C-A-U-S-E. The E in that is your experience. That God uses the good and he uses the bad. He uses the painful to bring about redemptive qualities. So God has used some of those things from your life to bring about some redemptive qualities and some good things that you're doing. So tell us um, about taking it to the streets. Tell us about that ministry. I am in Veterans Court, which is an extension of specialty court programs like direct court, DUI court. Um, on my birthday this year, my family was asking me what I wanted to do. I just feel like so much attention had been paid to me over the past 10 years sort of in a negative light. I wanted us as a family to take our attention and go give it to somebody who's getting little, if any, attention at all. And so we went and got backpacks. We filled them full of food, hygiene items, and clothing, and we went downtown and we just looked for some destitute people that we could give these things to, just kind of surprise them. Hey, here, you're not forgotten. We love you. We got a greeting card, scrolled the Bible verse down in there, you know, handed it to them, spent a couple minutes with these people. And it was such an uplifting experience. I went back to my veterans group that I meet with and told these guys what I did and said, why don't you guys come out with me on a weekend? Let's get together. Let's go out and do this. I think they will benefit from this in a pretty major way. So the first week after that, one guy came out. The next week, two more guys came out, three guys, so on and so forth, until two Saturdays ago. We had 28 people. There was a Tulsa County judge and her husband out there side by side with us. I mean, we've, we've given out 222 of these bags. 75 pizzas have been donated to us through Domino's. We've had 40 meals donated. James MyFit Foods. Is he here? Okay. James from MyFit Foods has donated 40 meals to us, which we're going to take out today. And uh, it's it's become a really, really big deal within the specialty court system. We're hoping to sort of setting an example for specialty court systems <laughs> in the United States so that people in there have an opportunity to pay it forward to show that we're not just getting the help we need, we're looking for ways to give help. You know, this is not just a handout. We're not just drop and change in somebody's hand at a, at a red light so that they can go perpetuate their issues. You know, we're trying to spend time with them and be more intimate. Good. Uh, the thing I see in your story that I think is so good for all of us, because I think we hear 
that and go, man, how do I start the ministry? How do I get that going? You weren't, you weren't really trying to start the ministry. You were just, hey, I just want to serve some people on my birthday. What, what I see in your story that's so true for all of us is if you wonder what your purpose is and what God wants you to do and how he wants you to serve others, just start serving others. And you'll eventually find yourself in this place because God is searching for people who are willing to serve. Would you be saying, hey, I'll go out on my birthday, the one day where everybody reserves the right to be selfish to you? Come on, it's your birthday. It's my birthday, I get to do whatever I want to do. And you can turn and say, no, no, I'm going to serve others. And then it's New Year's Day, and I feel bad because I'm now going to go home and I'm going to have chili and some queso and watch a bowl game. And I'm going to be out serving people. And I, I really rethink my New Year's Day now. <laughs> but hey, you're not putting a guilt trip on me, right? Okay. <laughs> Man. I just, wow. That's, so you go out on your birthday. And what I love is, so normally you stand before a judge, and that judge and the person standing before the judge never have a relationship. And it's usually not healthy or good or something where you're like, woo, woo glad you're here, woo, glad you're here. But then a judge comes out, and that's the power of Christ working through you. That's the power of Christ and, and the work of Jesus through you, through you serving others. If somebody wanted to, to help, if they, if they wanted to help today, uh, what, what would they need to do to can they get involved with you? Can they get involved with this ministry? The second and fourth Saturdays of each month, we meet up at the librarian parking lot downtown. It's 11th and Denver on the west side of Denver. And we set up shop basically right there. And then just recently, we've started to depart from there and go down to Katy Trail. If anybody knows where that's at, it starts right behind David Omos, the Tulsa County Jail, and it goes west down the side of 412 into Sand Springs. Do we have any pictures? There, there's going to be some pictures up here in a second, which just mind-boggling to me. These people have just taken sheets of plywood tents. They're just, this, this is how people are living right here. And so we're just, we're trying to take these services to them, you know what I mean? There's, there's services available downtown, but not everybody is willing or able to go get them. So that's where we're trying to go to these places and, and actually put them in our hands. We get up 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the second four Saturdays of each month, and then on the second and fourth Wednesdays of each month we meet at a place called Action Steps Counseling Incorporated, which is basically 51st in Hudson, just east of Yale, and we fill the bags. So we prep them on Wednesday, we go out on Saturday, and we distribute them. Um, I just want to personally tell you thank you. Um, you know this, or most people don't know this, but uh, my brother is homeless.
however far you want this ministry to go, God. You stretch it out as far as you want to stretch it. And you bring the men and the women and the young people to come alongside him to help him in this ministry. And just praise you for men and women like Brandon who are taking it to the streets. God, use them for the love of Christ that many might be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 but you never get to hear him talk, so you're going to get to hear him talk today, and that's Tim Lovett. So, Tim, come on up here. Woo! Um, the only thing we ever see from Tim is this. You know, you see that. So that's Tim. Tim, Tim is this. Yeah. Um, which I love, because so many times, Tim, like, I'm sitting on that front row, and as the pastor, you know, I'm supposed to be all amped up and be real highly spiritual and totally zoned in. And honestly, sometimes I'm not. And I'm distracted or I'm just not into it. I'm just like, I ain't got it today. How many of you ever been there in the middle of the worship church? I ain't got it today. And then I look up and there's not a Sunday that doesn't go by. You got it like every week, my friend. <laughs> and you, you put the front row to shame. Like the three standing up here, man. You know I worship that. It's just amazing. I'm just messing with them. I'm just messing with them. But everybody wants to hear what? What? You gotta share that. Why? Why do you always? What is that all about? Well, to be fair to them, they're tied down by microphones. I'm not. Uh, um, because he changed my life, man. He broke the chains of of drug addiction. <laughs> But it's not all sad. I mean, man, look at this. 
it's not sad. I mean, we, we've got victory, man. He's beat a drug addiction.
through prison ministry. Tell us a little bit Whoa. about that journey. <laughs> we, well, you know, since my cleanup and this and that, uh, we have been, this is what God has done in the last eight months. Is he's, he's let us go into the to a penitentiary and play, me and Stan and Craig. And we, went into, we sent those guys back to their cells singing. No longer slaves, man. Right there. 
when you told Daniel and I that, that story, I, I just was just mesmerized. O only Christ, o only, only Christ in you. Only Jesus working through you. Because the truth is, every one of us would want to kill that person. That's our human nature. That's that's that nature in me that says, I was wrong. And you brought me. And I'm gonna, you hurt me. I hurt you. And, and only Christ and the redemptive work of Christ can take you to this position where you would stand in front of that person and pray for them. Is a mighty miracle of God. And then a couple of weeks ago, God lets you see such an amazing work. You guys had a baptism service. How many, how many were baptized that night? 132. 132. Who's <laughs> 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 I want to pray for you, and we're going to do the song you chosen, No Longer Slaves. This is your song, and uh, you are, are not a slave anymore. We are slaves now to Christ, who sets us free. Uh, thank you so much for Tim. Thank you for the ministry that he is doing, God. I ask that your hand of favor would be upon him. God, I would ask, too, that you continue to do that work in him of healing all the scars, healing all the hurt, all the wounds, and then turning it for your glory and for your honor. Continue to use him through this ministry in the prisons and wherever else you would take this man. I recognize God in this moment. Your hand is upon him to do ministry. And so I pray you would just work that out however you see fit in Jesus.